Josh doesn't even have his license, huh? <laughs> Is that said? Oh, I'm sorry. Welcome to the I'm Always Right Sports Man, Podcast. You're so lucky he doesn't listen to this. I know, right? <laughs> I am your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Rob Medeca. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm barely here. He, he's barely here. We're hanging in there, guys. Uh, we got a loaded show for you guys today, though, as always, right? We've got um, we got some college football news today. We've got NBA Finals. We're talking a little bit of Tiger action today as well. Um, it's probably the last time you're going to hear us talk about Tiger for a hot minute, probably at least until the trade deadline. But we got Tiger Talk. we got some wrestling stuff as well. We're introducing a new segment today um, for our world of professional wrestling. Um, lots of college football news that Mike's going to drop the, the knowledge bomb on us here and tells us all about all the upcoming changes for the Big Ten um, and NBA final stuff. But, Mike, I think we should start off talking Tigers. I know we we hinted at it last week. Um but let, let's just, you know, let's let's try to get this out of the way, I guess, as fast as possible because it's going to be a rough go. So we talked a couple weeks ago. We were going to talk Tigers right before Memorial Day. And we're like, hey, look, they're, you know, two and a half games back. The AL Central's garbage, but, you know, they're playing better than average baseball. They're winning games close. A.J. Hinch is, you know, playing that chessboard really well, right? Javi Baez is not completely swinging at every curveball that's 60 feet out of the zone, right? So we're making some progress. Riley Green's Riley Green's hitting the ball well. Um, you know, Eduardo Rodriguez is pitching really well. He had like a one-point-something ERA in the month of May. And then the world basically collapsed. Eduardo Rodriguez goes on IR. Um, Riley Green has a stress fracture in his leg, so he's out for an undisclosed period of time. And now the Tigers have lost like six or seven in a row, and they can't score runs. Not that they could before, but they really can't score runs now. Losing games one to nothing is a rough, rough time. Um, they now sit, I believe, at twenty six and thirty six going into it. They're still not that far out of the damn thing. They're still in second place. I think they're like five and a half games back. I think of Minnesota right now, and yet, so the season's over basically, right? Um, at this point, Mike, I know there w- we were going to have this conversation of, you know, if they're hovering, if they're around 500 or even above 500, maybe even first place in a really bad AL Central division, would the Tigers consider maybe trying to be buyers rather than sellers at the trade deadline? Now, with all of the kind of, you know, course of events that have happened, that does not seem likely. Are we about to go into yet another trade deadline where we're definitely full sending it and going any talent at all that, you know, you know, like Eduardo Rodriguez is the guy, right? Mm-hmm. Are you going to trade him? Is Alex Lang going to be a guy? Because Alex Lang's going to fetch you quite a bit, mm-hmm. right? He's under team control for another couple of years. He's been really good in the close for them. And yet, you know, you're not winning baseball games, right? So it's like, man, somebody who's a contender is going to be willing to give up quite a bit to get a guy who's, you know, allowed like two runs all year, right, in that mm-hmm. closing spot. Is it just one of those times where we go, yep, all right, that was fun. We had a good <clears throat> solid 40, 50 games, and uh, we'll see you guys next next summer. <laughs> yeah, no, this this team's in hard sell-now mode yeah. in the worst way. Yeah. Um, I didn't even – I mean, I know there was like the optimism of May. Right. But I, I kind of looked at it as, well, you're not even above 500 through May. Right. They and were May, flirting with it. They were flirting with it, yeah. but they could never get on a, like, realistically, what May should have been was like a, if you played 28 games, like right. a 17 right. and 13 run or something. Right. Like, that's really what it should have been. It was more of, you were about 500, a little bit less, mm-hmm. playing some of the worst teams in baseball. Yeah. Like, you, you, like, that entire month of May, you play, I don't think you played a single team, really, that was, like, record-wise. Yeah. 
better or over like three or four games over you. Like you are within range or the better team in just about every single series, yet you couldn't surpass the 500 mark then. Right. Now you're just going to go run into Diamondbacks, Dodgers, Yankees, all these top tier teams that you haven't played really yet. Yeah. I mean, it's it's sell the farm. I I never really bought into the idea of even if they were 500 slightly above that you try to buy in and do something because yeah. I think it would just tank the few like just just sell. Well, I think the, I think the logic right is like okay, if you're in first in the central right, you, you, if you have a clearer path to getting to the postseason right because mm-hmm. everybody else in your division sucks. Okay, let's maybe you know because Eduardo Rodriguez is being is being thrown out there because he's got a player option next year right. So if he gets you know. You'd rather trade him now to get assets back, right? But you maybe you resign Erod, right? Because he's playing so well. It's like okay, you're making a conscious effort to go. Hey, no, maybe we're not as far as we think we are. We can win the division. Let's lock up Erod, right? Mm-hmm. And now let's go trade for somebody, right, to maybe help boost the offense a little bit and get us going. Particularly a third baseman because nobody on this damn baseball team can play third mm-hmm. um, or hit. Let's put it that way. Um, so, you know, the the overlying logic is if you're in a spot where you can take advantage of the central being as garbage as it is, maybe you can distance yourself a little bit by making one or two moves, and mm. then at that point you give yourself a chance to be competitive. Now, World Series competitive? Probably not, yeah. right? Scott Harrison just getting here less than a year ago, right? You're kind of like, okay, right, we got to, you know, he's got to figure out what you want, right? Mm-hmm. And you can already start to see some of that, right? They're they're taking a lot of walks. They are not, you know, outside of Javi Baez, right? They're they're forcing pitchers to go deeper into counts. Um, they're really attacking the strike zone. They're not walking people as from the pitching staff perspective. So you can see the influence and the kind of the shift in mentality from a team perspective. I think AJ Hinch is doing a great job, all things considered. I mean. When you really put it together, the fact that you don't have a true third baseman, the fact that you have to play Miguel Cabrera one every three days, and he's not even a baseball player anymore, mm-hmm. um, you're really hamstrung by then losing not only your best pitcher but also your best hitter mm-hmm. all at the same time. Like that's a that's a death sentence for this baseball team. If, if there was any sort of chance, it's completely gone now. Yeah, and and what I would say to that is, I just don't want. Th- and I'm I'm happy it went this way because I do want them to sell. Yeah. I don't want them to get into a like New Orleans Saints Packers situation ish. Yeah. Where they're like, Hey, our division's bad. Right. So if we win our division, we can make the playoffs, right. but not a single soul thinks we're going to win at a game or two in <laughs> yeah. the playoffs. Right. Like, you don't want to be in that purgatory spot where you're like, let's try to see what happens, and then right. two years down the line, you have all these big contracts that you can't get rid of, mm-hmm. you have no draft capital, and mm-hmm. then you're like, but you're actually not good. So then now, like, kind of where the Saints are, right. if you want to be honest. Right. So now it's like, you just have to kick the can farther and farther and farther down the road until finally you have to blow it all up. Yeah. And then you're looking at a start of a rebuild, even though you should have been in a rebuild yeah. two, three years back. Yeah. So, We've been in a rebuild now for like six, six years, years, and yeah. it's been it's been a rough go. So I, I'm interested to kind of see the future of the team. I'm interested to kind of see, you know, they didn't make any sort of long-term financial investment with anybody, right? You're yeah. playing guys that aren't going to – like Miguel's not going to be here next year. Jonathan Scope, I hope to God, is not here next year, right? Like you have guys that you're just not going to be suiting up for you next year. Mm-hmm. So it's a weird time. I think A.J. Hinch is trying to do the best job he can. I think him and – Harrison are probably probably more in lockstep than I than I think I anticipated, kind of. Because um, I know Hinch came here to start winning, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not really how it's gone. Um, 
you know, you thought last year when you signed Erod, when you signed Javi Baez, like, okay, you're gonna you're trying to make a bit of a move, right? A push. And instead you're like, um, eh, or or we just, you know, maybe not do that. Um Thanks, Al Vila. So Appreciate interesting it. enough like that. But, yeah, we will uh, see your Detroit Tigers in 2024. Um, all right, let's shift a little bit here. We got college football action. Um, lots of big news coming out of the Big Ten, Mike. Um, you know, we already kind of know about the impending, you know, USC, UCLA coming to town, right? Um, we've already started to see some some movement, right? Like Michigan State's playing at Ford Field this year against Penn State, which I know a lot of Spartan fans are not thrilled about. Um you know, we've obviously, you know, Michigan is looking for, you know, their third Big Ten championship. They have a really good team coming back, right? But you've got some news, right, coming out yeah. of there that doesn't really impact this season, yeah. but next season and the year after that. Yeah, so this is this is future news, 2024-2025 seasons. Yeah. Um, so, to your point, USC yep. and UCLA are basically officially in yep. because they got their Big Ten opponents. Yeah. So... You know, you, like the schedule's made for them already, basically. Right. So you can't now just go back, probably. Right. Uh, so uh, basically, what the Big Ten did was they added USC and they added UCLA. Mm -hmm. And to some people's positivity, and I think there's some negatives to it also, mm -hmm. they got rid of divisions. Yes. So now we are sitting kind of like how the Big 12 does it. And I guess it's the only other AC no ACC has divisions now. Yeah. so I guess it's just the Big Twelve is the right. only other one that doesn't do divisions. Mm -hmm. But they're just going to play. They have all fourteen teams yep. ranked one through fourteen, and the two best teams will play in the Big Ten championship. Thank the Lord. Yeah. Now, I, obviously, I think there are multiple pros and cons to this format. Yeah. Um. You know. Pros being obviously the Big Ten championship game because it is the Saturday night mm -hmm. primetime championship game right. of the weekend, basically. Right. You know, a lot of people look at the SEC one as kind of the big one, mm -hmm. but the Big Ten one's at eight o'clock on Saturday night. Yeah. And the last you know, seven years, it's been, oh, Ohio State versus yeah, whoever. Name a guy, right. Michigan versus yeah. name a team. Right. They haven't been very competitive. No. So now you're looking at getting USC versus Ohio State, Michigan yep. versus like right. two best teams. I think some problems that come with that is, as like a Michigan fan, mm -hmm. if Michigan and Ohio State are one and two in the division and they're going to be one and two, that game right before it mm -hmm. might be the most boring game ever. That well, that well that, and then you look at it too. I think with the expansion of the playoff, right? These games as a whole, I think, are just going to become pretty much nothing. Right? Yeah, like, like I think a lot of these to put games on, are going to yeah, be. It's good to put on a t-shirt. Okay, hey, we're we're three-time Big Ten champions, but in reality, you're like, okay, we play Ohio State, as long as we split these two games, right? Like, yeah. if Michigan and Ohio State are one and two, which they usually are, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, Ohio State wins on Thanksgiving weekend, then okay, but okay, so now Ohio State goes one, Michigan drops to two because yeah. their only losses to that one team, yeah. and then, okay, we're going to play each other again, Michigan wins, Okay, won the Big Ten. Great. Okay, we'll see you guys next week in the actual tournament when it actually Yeah, matters. exactly. So there's that. Yeah. There's – and I don't know if this would ever really come into effect, but I'd be very interested if it did. Yeah. And it's going to make one fan base very angry if it does. Yeah. Is I'll just throw out the hypothetical. Mm -hmm. Say, like, Michigan is 12-0 and 0 mm -hmm. out of the regular season, and Ohio State and USC are both 11-1, and 1, mm -hmm. but they didn't play each other. Yeah, right, exactly. Where's that tiebreaker Right, and if, if Ohio State loses to Michigan – and that's their last and, loss uh, of loss. the year. Does that is that a worse loss? Does right. that push USC in then? Yeah, right. And well, like, it's kind of like we just had in the college football playoff this year, right? Yeah. Where it's like, how can you put Ohio State in the Final Four 
and it was USC's to take, and yeah. then, you know, USC. But, like, crashes. again, is it one of those situations where if you jump down the tiebreaker rank, are they going to do, like, points forward? Four, right. Which, at that point, it's like, then I'm never going to schedule no. a tough team. No, because never. if Michigan has to play Texas, and it's a 7-3 to three game, right. Ohio State played ECU, beat them by 70, <laughs> it just inflates that yes, number. Correct. So when the tie comes, it's like, well, it's points forward. Yeah, right. Sorry, exactly. you had you played a tougher yeah. schedule. Like, so I think that's also something where if you had divisions, mm-hmm. they at least everyone plays each other in that division. Right. So it's like, alright, you at least have head-to-head tiebreakers, or mm-hmm. like teams that you've played. Right. It's kind of awkward when you don't play everybody. I think, honestly, they could have just, even if they wanted to keep the division, they could have just rebalanced it out, right? Yeah. Where you have, you know, you've got Ohio State, Michigan State, Michigan. Like, you've, it's very Realistically, if you just put UCLA and USC on the other side yeah. and switch one of those teams over, because realistically, USC is going to be the powerhouse probably mm-hmm. yeah. in the Big Ten going forward for a little bit here. Right. Um, if you have, you know, winner of Michigan, Ohio State for the next couple of years playing USC in the championship, I don't think anyone would really complain about that necessarily. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. UCLA is really good, too. I mean, they might get in there, too, but right. USC as the example. Um, but, yeah, so th- those are kind of some interesting notes in mm-hmm. terms of, uh, you know, no divisions and stuff. They also came out, so there are 11 protected annual rivalries. Okay. So every single year, these 11 te- or these eleven matchups will happen, guaranteed. Okay. Some teams got up to three protected. Yeah. Some teams have none. Right, yeah. Which I think that also... They had to declare, I think, right? They had like to the declare rivalries. it and everything. Yeah. So the rivalries are, obviously, Michigan-Ohio State. Yep. Michigan-Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Minnesota-Wisconsin. Oh, Minnesota-Iowa. Okay. Wisconsin oh. and Iowa. Nebraska and Iowa. Maryland and Rutgers. Indiana and Purdue. Illinois and Purdue. Illinois and Northwestern. And USC and UCLA. Some of those Illinois ones, I could be like, really? Those are... Rivalries. Yeah, I think I think a, an interesting note is Michigan State only has one. That's no, Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. So that means every no year they Penn don't State. have no Penn State and no yeah. Ohio State. Yeah. So they're not guaranteed to play those every single year. Now, will they play one I'm, of them with that? Yes. I'm not honestly all that shocked when you really think about how those games have gone recently I, as well. Like, I mean, I'm I, the Penn State one. Penn I'm State's more a shocked. little shocked because they yeah. play the last week of the season. Yeah. The last Ohio years. State, Michigan State. It's it's a it's it's a rivalry by. Association. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, well, Michigan and Ohio State's the big one, but Michigan State, Ohio State, that's still a big because they've had battles, yeah. right? The, when when Michigan State was really rolling, that was a great yeah, like game. Like 10 years ago, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But really now cool. it's just not not a thing. I'm also kind of shocked that they didn't. Um, um, but yeah. I think I think this also adds to another point where if I was Michigan, yeah. I know the whole Michigan State thing's huge. I don't think I would want that to be a rivalry game yeah, every year. Right, yeah. Because I think I think if you have these rivalry games that happen every year, I think it's like a detriment to you because it's like, oh, dang, I have to play Michigan. I have to play Ohio right. State every year. Right. Where, like I said, that game, you might get Minnesota. Right. And your schedule might just get that much easier to end an yeah. extra win onto there. You right. know what I mean? So I think I think adding these protected – like Iowa has three um, – and yeah, Iowa's are garbage. Purdue and Illinois both have two. It looks like yeah, and Wisconsin has two also. Like a lot of these teams have two I or am, three. It's like I don't know why you'd want so many. It's yeah. like wouldn't you only want like one? Right. So it like circulates a little bit through, yeah. so you don't have to. Play well, yeah, that's what Ohio teams. State. Did. Ohio State went. We only care about one game. Everybody yeah, we only else, care about we're gonna kill everyone everybody else. else. It's not gonna USC matter. will be a tough game every year, probably. Yep. Outside of that, yeah. you know, do what you got. I just, you know, I'm excited for the Big Ten, though, honestly, going forward, right? You've got a lot of good coaches that have poofed into the Big Ten. Luke Fickles at Wisconsin now, Matt Rules at Nebraska. You still have Ryan Day. Mm-hmm. You gotta see if Mel Tucker's gonna pull the nose up. You've got Harbaugh. You've got Lincoln Riley now, right? You got Chip Kelly at UCLA that I don't think anybody's talking about. Like, you got some pretty top tier coaches. 
you know, in the Big Ten right now. Now, obviously, some of these programs like Nebraska are rebuilding, but Matt Rule is a good coach at, yeah. at the college level, right? Like, Luke Fickle took Cincinnati to a Final Four appearance. Like, this Big Ten, like, uh, we're going to talk more college football as I think we get it. We're like, what, like 90 days away or something like that from the season yeah, starting. Totally Once 90. we get a little bit closer as we kind of break down schedules and stuff, this year for Michigan is so important. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh, we're really riding high. We beat Ohio State back to back years. Okay, yeah, that's great. But you have your best team ever under Harbaugh coming back right now. Mm-hmm. This is the year. Because mm-hmm. before everything gets loopy and crazy, you have an easy, direct path. you got to win two games, basically, <laughs> to get yeah. there. Figure it out. You know what I mean? Realistically, it's like one game. Yeah, right. But, like, the way I'm looking at it is, like, you, you're, this is the first time ever that Michigan has had the best quarterback in the conference mm-hmm. in how long? Yeah. Since, you know, Greasy, mm-hmm. <laughs> Brady, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, and even he was splitting time with Drew Henson. So it's like, you you know, even Chad Henney, who as awesome as Chad Henney was at Michigan, Troy Smith won the Heisman. So mm-hmm. it's like, you're like, Meh, you know. Um, yeah, it's going to be exciting, though. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the changes. I'm, I'm interested to kind of see how everybody reacts. I think that in addition to, like, all this portal stuff, right, where everyone's just moving year to year, it's like, eh, I didn't play very well last year. I'm just going to go to a new team. It's, mm-hmm. it's like free agency, right? It, is. it really is. It's getting crazy. Um, it's, it's yeah. an interesting time. I wonder, I wonder when they're going to put a rule on the portal. Until it starts impacting teams that they actually care about. Yeah, probably. That's when, right? Yeah. Like, you know, Nick Saban retires and all of a sudden Alabama goes to shit. And you're like, oh, no, what, what, what's happening? What, we, don't, what? we don't want Tennessee and UCLA playing in a championship game. Why the hell would we want that? That mm-hmm. sounds terrible. You know, something like that. That's when they're going to start caring. Until mm-hmm. then, as long as you have the blue blood programs still making runs and then every once in a while, all right, TCU, you can get in there. Or yeah. all right, Cincinnati. Or okay, Michigan State. You know, once yeah. every once in a while, we're okay with. But. What's Go get killed by the good team that we want to be, <laughs> see, right? Go yeah. get killed by Clemson, and then we can, yeah. you know. But it's interesting. As long as the money keeps flowing, I don't think they care. Oh. Um, I'm interested for sure. All right, let's shift focus here a little bit. Um, I have a question for you, though. We didn't talk about this pre-show, but staying on the football topic for just a second. Great. I want to talk about I want to talk about the Lions just, just for a quick, quick sec, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know how much, you know, I watch all the press conferences, like the Dan Campbell pressers and stuff like that. I know you don't care yeah, don't at all, care. but... I want to ask you this with Campbell's coming out and saying golf is better now than he was in LA. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sure. A thoughts on that comment. Cause I kind of agree Mm -hmm. low key about it. Um, and I have my reason, but I want to get yours first. And then two on a scale of one to 10, how guaranteed is it that he's getting an extension? (laughs) Uh, all right. First point. Yeah. Do I think he's better than with the Rams? Probably yes. Yeah, I say uh, yes. I think he's. I think it's close. Yeah, because um, I think he had one. I think he had like the one year three, they went to the Super Bowl. He had a really good. Yeah, year. like that year he is threw like thirty six touchdowns. Yeah, he was like having a great year that yeah. year. Beat Mahomes um, that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the yeah. greatest regular season game ever, which was no defense. No defense. Uh, isn't that crazy? How that always worked. It was the best game ever. It was fifty five to fifty one, and you're like. So it was an offensive game. Yeah, that's cool. I was, like, I was yeah. like, I mean, you could just yeah. say it was three really nothing. Good. Yeah. This game sucks, and every, every defensive player is like, "What? Yeah, what, what do are we doing? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the greatest regular season game ever. <laughs> Literally, the game that got him a huge contract extension yeah. was that game. Um, I think he had flashes with the Rams. Yeah, but I think the general consensus was obviously because it's it's McVay. Yeah, and he's not that good. 
Right. Then he comes to the Lions. I still don't think he's that good, but <laughs> he doesn't have a McVay. He's got, you know, Dan Campbell and a whole bunch of young guys that he's yeah. working with, and he's making it flourish. I mean, so the only reason why I think he's better now is because I think he's got a bigger say in the offense, right? Like, sure. you know, Ben Johnson sat down with him, was like, what here, what what do you want to do? Like mm-hmm. what 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 are you comfortable with? What are you best at? Let's yeah. tailor it to you. And I think too, with the reports coming out now that like he's really becoming like the leader of this football team. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you hear the reports coming out where he's getting with J Mo and he's like, dude, you need to be doing this, right? Like you're zagging and I'm zagging and, and getting that and taking ownership of things like that. It just screams to me that he's going to be your quarterback for the oh, next five years. He probably will. Yeah. I'm not happy about it, but he yeah. will be. I, and, I, and here's the thing. I, I Let me ask you this. If they do what they're expected to do, mm-hmm. they, win a, they win the division, and let's, say, let's just say they win the, a playoff game. Let's just sure. say they get to whatever round, okay? Right. Are you really that upset about it? No, I'm not. You know what I mean? So here's the thing is I'm not upset with Jared Goff and yeah. him getting an extension and anything. Yeah, yeah. I think my only gripe with Jared Goff is, um, and I guess this is the same thing a lot of people said about Stafford, which, you know, you say what you want about it. I just don't think he is a quarterback that can win you a Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, he, he is Jimmy Garoppolo to me. Yeah. Right. Where he can, he is like the greatest like game manager yeah. to, outside of like random pick sixes that he threw last year. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. It's yeah. a lot of one, two touchdown, 200 yards, yeah. 65% completage. That's right. what you're getting out of this guy, right. which totally fine. Yeah. But when you're, when you match up with a Josh Allen, mm-hmm. a Mahomes, right. a Jalen Hurts, I just go, you were just, you're not on that level. Right. And, it just requires, it such just a, requires yeah, a lot like, more things to go right, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And and generally, it, when the playoffs come, yeah. luck is not necessarily on the side of the Lions. <laughs> and so you need <laughs> oh, someone sure. to kind of overcome that. Yeah. And I think the same thing with, like, the Chiefs, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I think a lot of things go against, like, M- Marcus Mariota throwing a pass, getting it tipped up, he catches it for a touchdown. It's just something go... All right. Come on, bro. Yeah, right. But then you finally got that guy in Mahomes who go, okay, now these things aren't going against us. Or if they go against us, we have a guy to shoot Overcome. back. Yeah. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo, you saw in the Super Bowl, literally couldn't shoot back. Yeah. He had a 10-point lead with the ball yeah. and said, I can't complete passes anymore. Yeah. And then the one who's wide open. And the one who's wide open, you overthrow. It's <laughs> so like, it's just, it's so, Jared Goff did the same thing in the Super yeah. Bowl too. Yeah. A wide open guy, middle of the, uh, yeah. back of the end zone, overthrows him. Yeah. Game could have been completely different if he hits Brandon Cooks there. Yeah. So it's just stuff like that where I'm not necessarily angry. I'm like, I'm not going to be like, oh no, I don't want Jared Goff to be successful here. Yeah. That's not it. Yeah. It's just when it comes to your goals to win the Super Bowl, yeah. I don't think Jared Goff can yeah, that I'm, cool. I'm, I'm really fascinated on their evaluation. I think this year is is going to tell you a lot because I think, honestly, if they win the division this year, right, mm-hmm. and not like not like 9-8 and eight win the division, right, like yeah. win the division, yeah. you know what I mean? Win double-digit games, go out there, yeah. and be the best. You're the best team, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? With the Vikings cutting Delvin Cook now, Packers quarterback situation you don't know, and the receiving yeah. position, right? They're getting older. The Bears are clearly still They're in still phase like one. Two exactly. Way. They're still in the phases of getting to where you're at now, yeah. right? It's the time, mm-hmm. right? It's time Absolutely. to get this shit done. So if they win, if they win double digit games and they go win the division, they win a playoff game, right? For me, it's like, okay, we are on the right track, sure. right? They're yeah. on the right track. And then if if they do that, I have no issue with them giving them an extension. 
However, mm-hmm. as much as, as comfortable as I am right now with him at QB, the same can be said is if they fall short of that mm-hmm. and he has a pedestrian year where he throws 24 touchdown passes and six, eight picks, right? Okay, great. He didn't turn the ball over, but he's not moving the ball, mm-hmm. right? Then I'm going to have concerns, be- like I said, because this is a time where he can't be the hindrance on a team that's ready to take the next step. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm very fascinated on yeah, how his evaluation is going to go. And my, again, my worrisome is, yeah, he yeah. goes out and he beat, like, say they're a three seed mm-hmm. and they play the Giants. God, the Lions are three seed. Sure. Day. Yeah, they're a three seed. They yeah. beat the Giants. It's yep. like, that's cool. Yeah, right. But then you get ran by the Niners. Yeah. I go, not as good. Are we, like, but like how, <laughs> yeah. How I know close gonna, are we really? I know. I'm like, I'm going to be happy that you won a playoff game. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But how close are we if you right. get steamrolled by the Niners or the Eagles or something. I wonder how much this Because they're that far away yeah. and neither of those teams can beat the Chiefs or right. the Bengals or the Bills. So now you're six, seven teams away. It's like, right. yeah. it's like I do wonder, you need that quarterback? I wonder trip? how much this conversation would be different or how, the, how the, the landscape would be different if they won that Super Bowl against New England. Like, do you still, do you still think that McVay makes the trade? I, st- I, I still think he does because I think the relationship I, I do, was screwed up. I do too. Yeah. It's a fascinating uh, I just conversation, think that, right? What I think uh, we would have to, like, the trade would be a little different because we'd have to give up more because he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah. And two, I think when he comes in, I think a lot of people would be a little more on the, like, yeah. the expectation would be yeah. higher. higher. Optimistic. Which, it's which like, means, you won a Super Bowl with the Rams. Yeah, yeah. which means, yeah. even though they would have won, like, 10 to 6 or something because the Super Bowl is <laughs> so low scoring. Yeah. But that also means that, like, say this year, still didn't make the playoffs. You're like, why aren't you winning the play? You were right. Super Bowl winning quarterback, and you can right. win. Like, yeah. I so think, you're trying Delfer, is that what you're telling me? You exactly. Yeah. And so then it's like, I think actually his leash would have been like cut off if he won that Super Bowl, yeah, which is actually interesting. It's fascinating. Yeah. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how how like locked in are like, you? It's, it's going to be like an 8 or a 9 probably. Yeah, like it has, it literally won. has to take like them making the playoffs and then just him shitting the bed. Or they don't make the playoffs. Or they don't it, make like, the playoffs. Assuming relative health remains intact, yeah. right? Everybody is, you know, the core pieces are intact. And they and they fall short and they're under five hundred. Yeah. Then I think you're really. Gonna I think have to it's evaluate yeah. The if, what the yeah, hell? If you're, I mean, here's the thing: is the expectation you have to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. and then you have to play well in the playoff game. Yeah. Right. Right. If the defense lost fifty, the, you can't. Yeah, do I was about gonna say that. if you yeah. lose, but you throw three touchdowns and no picks and yeah. two hundred and fifty yards, you're not the problem in that right. game. But if you if you make the playoffs and you win twelve games and you're like, all right, cool, mm-hmm. but then you throw three picks against Seattle and lose, yeah, right. That's also on a you. Re- uh, that's on you too. Yeah, so sure. it's one of the two. Um, but lot, if, if if none of those two things happen yeah. and you just make the playoffs and he plays well, it's. He's gonna get excited. Yeah, be yeah. Fun. It's 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 wild. Where at least a couple years. You can oh take, yeah. He's got two years. He might yeah. get another two years or mm-hmm. something. And that's or, kind of where I'm at too. I'm glad you brought that up because I'm not necessarily. And, and here's the thing, right? It's a business. It's his time to get paid again. I understand it, right? But like, for me, I wonder if 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 he believes in the way they're going, right? And maybe this is kind of a, a double edged sword, right? If they're winning a lot of games with him, then they're going to be okay giving him a longer extension. But like. Okay, you've got two years left currently going into this season, right? So yeah. you got this season, next season, and then he's a free agent. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe they give him a two year. Ex- like maybe they could figure out a way to say, "Hey, look, dude, we'll pay maybe a little bit more mm-hmm. for a shorter amount of time." Therefore, like, look, okay, you're you know you're almost thirty, right? You're going to be going into thirty into that extension. We don't want to commit five, six years to you where you're going to be thirty three, thirty four, thirty five. Yeah. Instead, you know, finagle it a little bit. Like, give him a raise. And I'd almost be willing to pay him. I know, like, the $40 million mark is everyone's afraid of. But, like, Daniel Jones is getting $40 million. Sorry. He just yeah. is. But golf's better than Daniel Jones. Yes. But 
at that same notion, right? You don't know, you know, it's a shorter term contract with everything front loaded. Mm-hmm. You give golf, hey, look, we're going to give you got one year left at 30 some million. Next year, we'll pay you 45 and 45, like mm-hmm. a 90 million dollar extension, 65 million guaranteed. We got two more years. And it's like, so that way, if shit falls apart, right? We're not tied to you. You're not tied to us. You can do your thing where you're still young enough to go make some money. If you are, we can, you know, yeah. keep extending. Yeah, you know what I mean? Line, yeah. So I, I'm just fascinated with what they're going to do. And I think it's really good. This year is so pivotal on so many levels. They win the division. They do the things they're supposed to do because of the talent that they have on this football team. You're, you're looking at a whole different perspective of what this Lions team can do. Mm-hmm. Right? Everything right now is like, I got to see it. Well, if they do it, then you're like, Oh shit! Like now, you know yeah, now. Yeah. Now the goal is yeah. legitimately we got to go win a Super Bowl. Yeah, you know well, what yeah I mean? that's 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 <laughs> Isn't thing. That crazy? If you if you go there and you win a playoff game, then you have that expectation. It's of like now you're, this is you now. NFC, this is what yeah, you're supposed NFC to do. NFC Championship game slash Super Bowl should be the goal. Yeah. Um, again, if if golf comes short and those three picks in that playoff game, yeah. then it's yeah. now you're kind of looking for a quarterback, and yeah. then you get in that iffy zone. Exactly, where and I think that's where they're at. Where they go, I much rather pay the the devil that I know. Yeah, and then or. Risk high investment in a guy that I don't. I'm not. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's fascinating, super duper fast. Because mm-hmm. you're not gonna, and that's the thing too, right? You're looking at this year. Okay, you're not gonna get Caleb Williams. You're not gonna get Drake May. You're not gonna get Bo Nix or or whoever the hell else is coming out. I, did you see that report that he's reported going to be a first round pick already <sighs> at 24? Bo Nix sucks. I know he's not good. It's okay. Auburn and Oregon both loved him. It's okay. It's crazy. <laughs> well, here's the thing. He's really good when he plays in that stadium. Yeah, right. It's, it's insane how different he is on the road. Um. You know, you're not going to get these guys, right? So it's it's one of those situations. And you could probably get Bo Nix, actually, but I digress. You could get yeah. Bo Nix, absolutely. Um, if you're picking in the late 20s, right, you're not getting this top-tier yeah. guy, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's, a, it's an interesting take. Real quick, too, I want to ask you another kind of football question. Josh Allen on the cover of Madden. Good thing? Bad thing? Oh, oh, indifferent? Uh, literally indifferent. No? Oh, I'm talking more like the Madden curse and stuff like that. Like, oh, uh, like, I, like I, if you're a Buffalo fan. Like, he fell off the wagon last year anyway. He couldn't stop throwing picks. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But anything at all for you on that? I no, know Calvin kind of broke it, but then it's kind of been a yeah, wishy-washy. Yeah, like Mahomes kind of broke it, too, a couple yeah, years yeah. ago. Like, I don't I, I don't believe in, like, a Madden curse. Yeah. I just, Lamar does. I know Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, yeah, I know he does. Um, yeah, no, I, I thought I saw a lot of people complaining about it. I was like, yeah. I don't know who else. Who else would you like? I I, 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 okay, yeah. let me rephrase that. Yeah. I could name you names of who could have been yeah. on it. Uh, well, everyone was like, oh, just put Mahomes on it. I'm like, no, you're not gonna put that guy on the cover every year. Yeah, because Brady, Brady, Brady would have been on a yeah. year then. Um, well, like I think people were like, but, like you, know, you could have put Jalen Hurts, Justin or Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, yeah. or Joe Burrow. Yeah, all those guys are kind of just bundled Amon together. Amon Ross St. Brown. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why well, has got enough love going back to back years? <laughs> yeah, I know that's weird. That's wild. It's crazy. Of all how teams that go back to back years. Yeah, like, you oh, got the- Barry and then Cal. You're like, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Um, um, yeah, like, literally, couldn't care less. No. No, nothing. Not no takes. I I just I, I, I would ask, love to, I would love to say yeah. I had one. Well, the reason why I asked is because I saw the vitriol on Twitter, right? Where uh, I was like, man, people, are real, and I and I get it. If this was last year. 
right? Josh Young coming off such a good year, everyone be like, oh, okay, but this because he fell off. It would have made more sense to put him on the one right after the duel with yes. Mahomes, which yes. probably would have been last year's. But but then John Madden passed, so yeah. then you're like, so then oh, okay. you can't do that right. one. So you exactly. do the next one. Yeah. Um, but I like, I wish I, I mean, I thought everyone was crazy for saying that he definitely did deserve to be on it. I was, I was like, like, I was like, he's a top four or five guy. Yeah. Like, still, it's not. It's not like he's like, oh, it's not like putting like Dak Prescott on the cover, yeah. where it's like he's like rough top ten. I want. Maybe. I want one year for one guy to have like, and not like the Peyton Hillis year. I was gonna say but, Peyton but, Hillis. But like, I want it to be like a guy where it's like, man, he just exploded, but then he still gets cut the next year, where he's like a free agent, and then like, I don't know what jersey to put him in. Like, you remember that year with MLB The Show, where uh-huh. Bryce Harper was gonna be on there, like. Just kind of waiting for him to sign because mm-hmm. we don't know where to put him in. But I want that, but it to be like Ezekiel Elliott, where like no one's just gonna sign. Him. <laughs> He's just signing. Like, we gotta pivot. We gotta pivot. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be funny. Um, yes. la- last question, football related, before we get to final stock. Dalvin Cook cut. I mentioned it a little bit ago, right? Uh-huh. Why? I don't get it. Thousand yards. Twenty seven. We the, I talked about this like the last numbers year not or, terrible or the other year after yeah. was anytime I would go on any kind of Vikings page yeah. everyone hated him and I don't get it I don't either four thousand yard seasons I, I I get the shoulder has been a problem yeah. right and I know he tore his ACL like, but like, like I like I showed you that one clip of yeah, the guy reacting yes, to the Lions yes, video when, yeah. when they came back every and time won he touched the ball yeah. and it was every time he touched the ball he goes oh god I hate Dalvin Cook yeah. I wish Madison would just play I was like what Are yeah we but Alexander and, Madison the six hundred yard rusher. Yeah, Great. it's it's one of those very like, I guess like to the mass media it doesn't make sense. But if you're locked in on the team, I guess it might Maybe. be something more. I just look at the numbers and I go, he's got a thousand yards rushing. Yeah. As a Lions fan, I hadn't seen that in years until recently. So it's like, yeah. you know, what I, mean? I I'm just maybe because they, it's just all those like random like like you, like everyone gets shocked when like like an Odell gets cut from yeah. the Giants or whatever it yeah, is. Right. And like, it's like, oh my God, why would you cut that? Or like a big defensive guy yeah. gets cut, like Bobby Wagner. I, I would get like, it if he got, if he was crazy or like his number was like, dude, you're like, you're a thousand and you're whatever. He's 27. Yeah. He's the healthiest he's been. And you're a Minnesota team that you've clearly regret. Like you've let all these other people go mm-hmm. for X reason. You're coming off a 13 win year. And it's like, are you rebuilding? Are you not rebuilding? Yeah, it, like, what are like, you doing? It, it's like one of those, like, uh, when, like, Russell Wilson was traded. Yeah. And everyone's like, Russell Wilson yeah, traded. Right, why? He's, he's playing so well the last right. year. And it's like Seattle internally was like, no, he's not good. Yeah, and, exactly. And, like, Denver got him and was like, oh, he's actually not good. <laughs> like, maybe maybe internally Minnesota's like, yeah, he's lost a step or something. Yeah. And it's like one of those, like, to the mass media, it's like, Dalvin Cook, why? Yeah. But it's like maybe I wonder in, if he's Minnesota got has friction in the front office or maybe. something, too. Because, like, like Russ and, you know, he that – you know, usually you hear like, okay, we don't think he can do it anymore. Slash, he's been a problem in the locker room, or yeah. like he's being an ass, or like or yeah. whatever. Like that's why D Hop got yeah, cut. Yeah, same right? thing with like Darren Waller getting traded this yeah. year. It's like Darren Waller traded. Right. Why would you trade Darren? Waller? It must be front office. Exactly. Or, and then, but you're like, okay, they're rebuilding, but you have Devontae Adams, and then you sign Jimmy and then you G. You sign Jimmy G. So it's like everything makes foot. it sound like that you're going yeah. forward, but you get rid of one of your best players. So it's like one of those situations where it's like a big name gets moved, mm-hmm. and you're like. I don't understand, but internally the Raiders are like, yeah, we hated Darren Waller. And it's like, so weird. But it's like, I don't understand yeah. why you would hate him. Probably yeah. the same thing with like the Hawkinson thing for us. Yeah. If you want to equate, obviously not as high yeah. level, yeah. but like everyone would, every mass media was like, why would you get rid of Hawkinson? Yeah. And internally you're like, well, I can see why. I can see why. <laughs> like, like, because yeah. you're so close to it. Minnesota right. Maybe. being so close to it, probably there's a reason why. I, all I know it. is if my team was coming off a 13 win year, I'm not getting rid of anybody if I don't have to outside of a monetary reason right because like yeah. i mean i get they save some money against the cap but it's like 
Yikes. I mean, you got Justin Jefferson, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I get, yeah, and I guess you have Hawkinson, and too. Isn't, isn't yeah. that all you need is Justin Jefferson? Sometimes, kind of. Clearly, yeah. Must be. Yeah, at some point. Cam Sutton's going to lock that down. He's oh, yeah. only going to have Just, have just so you know, though, for, for our fantasy draft, yeah. um, if you get the number one pick, you might get a trade request. Just oh, yeah? Just throwing out there. From you? No, not from oh. me. <laughs> I thought you were trying to hint. From one of our friends. Oh, really? He, he He's dying. He wants Justin Jefferson. I don't yeah, know man. if anyone on our fantasy league listens to this, hmm. but there's so there's a certain someone man, who's really kind of tall like with me. that loves... <laughs> it's kind of That's not Josh. Oh, okay. <laughs> that loves Justin Jefferson to death and wants him so badly at number one. Hmm. And so if... Is it Kyle? It's not Kyle. No, it's not Kyle. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think you've met him. I don't oh, think okay. he's come to any of our. Oh, parties. all right. Okay. But he he told me that usually like, Cade's the one for the bad trades. It is so. it's Cade. <laughs> oh, is it Cade? Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's like he's dying to get Justin Jefferson. Really? And so if, if you're number one, just just know that you might get. Oh, I might pick pick number one just so I can have that conversation. <laughs> yeah, you you can pick where you go. So just let me know. That's um, funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. Minnesota's in a weird spot. Minnesota. All setting up for the Lions to win the division. Let's go, go Lions. Unless Jordan loves next. I swear to God, they have 60 years worth of good quarterback play. I'm going to lose my mind, Mm -hmm. but it's fine. It's fine. We're okay. We're going to cross that bridge when we come to it. We had like seven, so 10. Yeah, it was a good time. And then he went and won a Super Bowl somewhere else. It's great. All right, let's shift shift focus here. Let's get to the hardwood. NBA Finals talk. It's happening. You can say it. Did I watch? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 3-1 lead for the Denver Nuggets. Mike, I think you owe every Denver Nugget Mm -hmm. slash Nikola Jokic slash Josh Slash, um, everybody who you know who was like, "What, Mike? Come on, really? Six games, Miami. They just beat your Lakers. They did. I think you owe them an apology. Yeah, a little it was bit. it was a little. Come tough. on, you got to say it. Yeah. You you were right. You know what's funny is we got off the show. That game happens. Miami wins game two, and I went, "Son of a bitch, he's gonna be right this time." Because you were like, you were like, you were so you're like, Lakers got this in six. They're gonna do it. It's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. You know. And then this time I'm like, okay, he said it again. They're gonna do it in six. And then they win game two, and I went, oh boy, here we go. This is gonna be a whole shit show. And then games three and four happened. And then. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Jimmy Butler really wasn't Michael Jordan's son anymore. Where's he at? Where he is has, he? He has like a he has a hurt ankle or something. Does he? That, that yeah, he's, he's got with. he's got a lot. It of It was really things. annoying because how the schedule. I'm not going to blame the schedule at all. This yeah. has nothing to do with the schedule at all. Yeah, yeah. But the the one time they do like a close to like a mm-hmm. two game instead of a three game break. Yeah. is the Miami home ones. Yeah, like so they did like Thursday. To Sunday, Sunday to Wednesday, right? And Wednesday was Game Three, and then they went Wednesday to Friday. Yeah, and you're like, what? And I was like, why didn't they give them the three days right. to like game prep for Game Four? Exactly. They just gave them one day. And is the game play. tonight as a recording or Monday? Is it Monday. It is Monday. Yeah, then okay. it goes Monday, Thursday, Sunday. That's so and stupid. And I was like, I was like, there's a one game of a two game break, and it's the Miami home and home. And I went, that's kind of annoying, but it's literally no reason why they lost because yeah. an extra day would not have helped them too much. But I'm just saying, yeah, it was kind of stupid. So Denver's, you think Denver's got it at this point? Pretty much, right? Yeah. I mean, it's three one lead. Yeah. I mean, they, I'm don't, not they ex- don't have they don't have they don't have LeBron twenty sixteen. <laughs> no, they don't that. have twenty sixteen LeBron with twenty sixteen Kyrie being contributing yeah. member yeah. for once. Yeah, they have like Jimmy Butler, so who's like half a player, and yeah, and Bam Adebayo, I guess, plays. Sometimes. Bam Adebayo, though, look, dude, you can't fault that guy for trying. The problem is, is that he can't be their guy initiating offense, and yeah. that's what I saw a lot in Game Four, where mm-hmm. I was like, uh, anybody else want to do it? Like Max Struess is like shoot or shoot. Front of the rim. Yeah, they're, front of the rim. they're front realizing front a lot of, of these rim. undrafted guys are yeah. like, wow, well, we yeah. were Maybe Tyler Hero should come back. You know, like, yeah, it's please, a whole thing. Oh, um, God. Yeah, it, it's not looking good, but, you know, I think it's good for the league, though. 
mm-hmm. overall. Denver getting it. It's their first championship. Yeah. You know, Jokic ascending. You know, he's going to be called the best basketball player in the world now, mm-hmm. right? As soon as he wins finals MVP. Um, he's going to be that guy, right? You have a new, a new team, mm-hmm. right, that's kind of broken through that. Like, just like when Ma- Milwaukee did it. I know Milwaukee won it in the 70s. I get it. But, like, Milwaukee breaking through again is yeah. good for the league, yeah. right? Having some variety, having some of this, you know, it's, it's not, you know, so, you know, oh, the Warriors won again. Mm-hmm. Okay, Miami won again. Okay, you know, the Spurs won again. Lakers, Celtics. Pistons, like that's that's all the teams that have won it, basically, right? <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Uh, so, um, yeah, Spurs. Yeah, um, I think it's good for the league. I think it's interesting. I think it's going to be a fascinating off season this year. I think with all the movement, right? You see, Phoenix is making some moves already. Mm-hmm. I don't know what moves those are going to result in. I'm not sure, right? You know, you've got the, you got the Lakers, you've got the Thunder that are going to be looking to do stuff because they've got picks up the ass. You know, what are the Pistons going to do here locally, right? I'm hearing reports on Jeremy Grant coming back. I go, wow, that excites nobody. Um, Portland looks like they could be making some moves. There's just a lot of stuff going on in the mm. NBA right now. Yeah, that Kyrie's I, trying to recruit LeBron to come to, to Dallas. To Dallas, and that's Mike's. Oh, my God. Talk they, about a wet dream. And they if, said, if Luka oh, Doncic and, oh my and God. LeBron James together, well, I think I think Mike would have a jersey. But it would be both like sides. But it, no, it's not even gonna be half and half though. You're gonna do front and f- you're gonna do back and back. Where the front side of it is just gonna be the back where it says Luca or it says Doncic mm-hmm. with his number ninety whatever the hell it is seventy one something stupid. Yeah. And then on the back it's gonna say James with twenty three on it. So it's like you can just switch flop every time they have the ball. You just flip it around. <laughs> that is funny. That, that is good. <laughs> Uh, that's a good idea. Or, if that ever happens. or you have like 30 jerseys that you just put one on top of one another. So every time one of them scores, you just take off the jersey from the previous person. You just keep swapping over uh-huh. and over and over yeah. again. It'd be a fun time. It'd be one less team I'd have to watch because I would never watch another Lakers game. So. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's all right there. And help me out. Come on. That'd be fun. LeBron plays the five at that point, and then you're just rolling with he it. Yeah. He would play, he would five, play five. Tell me he's not playing yeah. five. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, Christian no, Wood, sit um, down. <laughs> Christian, he's not gonna be on the team anymore. So yeah. goodbye. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, I was I was not correct on the series. I'll yeah. admit. It's I mean, okay. I think it was what it really was was blind optimism. I, yeah, I'm I trying think, to be right. Was it I mean, optimism or was it actually, blind hope that for love of God anybody but anybody but <laughs> yeah, uh, Jokic? I, what it really was was I was. Everyone and their mom is saying that Jokic was going to win this one. I was yeah. like, "Can I just try to give a differing opinion?" Yeah, let me just throw something out there. I don't. Think a, it, I don't. I didn't necessarily believe it. Like, let me be clear. Yeah. Even though I sound confident when I say it, <laughs> I didn't. Like, I didn't necessarily. I know everyone's just going to roast me when I say I didn't believe in TCU. I didn't actually believe in TCU. Yeah, that's the that's the worst one you could bring up. It really was, <laughs> but or like I, well, I I did believe in Clemson really hard. Yeah, a couple years back, but um. I just try to be like, all right, if everyone is going to pick this one team. Yeah. It's let, not let fun. Me, it's not yeah. fun. To oh, just like if we both just went, all right, Nuggets and five, cool. Yeah. Like we would have nothing to talk about. <laughs> let me at least try to yeah. try to argue that in six. Um, no, the only the only problem I actually have with Jokic, which, which only bothers me, yeah. is um, I feel like the narrative around him is a little unfair. Okay. Um because I don't he doesn't he doesn't get the like the expectation level the other players get. I think that's going to come with this. And I though. think it's going to come, yeah. which it's going to, like, yeah. when that gets taken away, yeah. I'll appreciate it more. Yeah. It's just really annoying where, like, Giannis wins back-to-back MVPs, yeah. and it's like, Giannis, you know, you suck in the playoffs, right. so you can't you, you right. can't be great right. because you haven't been it. But then Jokic is like, he didn't have Jamal Murray. 
Yeah, right. He didn't have this guy. He, right. he, you know, he was a six seed. You expect a six seed to go far, but one eight seed just went far. But I was like, it's like stuff like that where it's like there was always an excuse around why Jokic isn't getting it done. Oh yeah. But like when Luca makes it to the West Conference Finals, it was ah, this is a failure of seed. He shouldn't made the finals. It's like. <laughs> Lucas ain't even an MVP yet, and he and he has a higher expectation than Jokic does. Right. So it's like stuff like that where I was I just didn't like the difference of like he having no I wonder, expectations. I, I do wonder if it's a little bit about his play style though. I know it might be because you know, you know, Luca is so ball dominant, right? Where mm-hmm. he's got to have the ball in his hands. You know, he. I mean, he, he's a good assist guy too, but like he he's at his best when he puts up forty. Right. That's yeah. when you know. Okay, the Mavs got a good shot. He's he's hot. Yeah, he's, he's shooting the ball it, well. Yeah. Um, but like. You know, with with Joker, it's more of a, you know, yeah, he's got, you know, 28 points, but he's mm-hmm. got 18 assists, right, and 12 yeah. rebounds where you're just like, he's just getting everybody else involved. It's it's a very quiet day, right? Yeah. Like, you just don't expect him. Because he's, everyone's like, you know, this guy's a complete player. I go, he can't play defense worth a shit. No, he can't. He's slow. Like, Bam Adebayo has yeah. 24 a game because yeah. he doesn't but, guard anybody. But well, everything he, but every part of his game, outside of that, you're like, man, this guy is, you know, the yeah. way he pat, the you know, he's he's too big to pass and shoot as well as he does, mm-hmm. right? And that's where people, I think, get enamored with it. But I think because he doesn't come out, he doesn't talk much, you don't see him, right? He's, yeah, he's just, he, he he's, plays basketball he, and he leaves. He is Giannis to yeah, an extent. Right. He, he, you never see yeah. that man talk about anything. No. He shows up to the podium when he has to and yep. then dips out. Exactly. And he never has any... There's no viral, negative press. Yeah, there's yeah. never a next day viral thing that comes nope. out of him because he just goes, nope. yeah, we played really well. Yeah, cool. right. Okay. Yeah, he's and not, like, yeah, not unhappy with where he's at. And You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. just a quiet dude who just goes about his business. I do think that the expectation now, though, I think Denver is legitimately turning themselves into a team where you go, okay, they're they're going to be a problem for years, yes. right? Like, you've got Jokic, you're going to have Jamal Murray. I thought the Aaron Gordon trade you know, I think is coming now, really paying dividends, mm-hmm. right? I just saw they made a trade with the Thunder, right? So they're getting some picks this year, and they're kind of kicking the can down the road. Oklahoma City's like, no, no, I'll take them. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're definitely, I think they see this as their window right now. If, Absolutely. We can, if we can get a couple championships out of this while he's in his prime mm-hmm. and we can afford to do it before the CBA blows everything up, they're going to try to take that opportunity, yeah. right? And I think they're a good enough team to do it. I'm just fascinated by – um you know, this, this, you know, cause they've done it so under the radar. Right. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you're like, Oh, they're the one seat. You go Denver. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's just cool. It's yeah. I fun. was just saying, it wasn't necessarily something I was shocked by yeah. that they were the one seat. Cause not this normally... year, but like, you know, like before, yeah. like when the bubble happened, you're like, okay. Like, yeah. I Denver making yeah, moves. Denver, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I think Jokic just played extremely well. I think, yep. I think the team compliments him really well. There's a yes. lot of movement and mm-hmm. cuts, and mm-hmm. everyone's kind of doing the thing. I think it's a lot of the trust that when Jokic has the ball, if I cut, I've never seen a team wait for one person to come get the ball mm-hmm. in a long time outside of like those Cavs years with LeBron, where yeah. it's like, hold on, yeah, no, no, he's coming. Like no matter, yeah, and literally, it's Jokic <laughs> kind of walks up the court, gets the ball, claps the ball, and it's like, all right, back screen here, yeah. up screen here. Mm-hmm. Jamal gets it, gives it back to Jokic. Hand off, or hand off, off to this yeah. guy, three. dives a three pointer make. It's it's just absolutely <laughs> insane. Their offense, they just yeah. they're just it looks like the Warriors' offense in a sense where mm-hmm. they're just running everywhere, and it's like really impossible to keep up with everybody and all the. I movement just and everything. I love their starting five makeup too. I really do. It does, with this yeah. team like they, Aaron Gordon defensively. And, Helps so 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 much. Yeah. Contavious Caldwell Pope, such a has turned himself into a guy where you go, look, he's never going to be the primary, he's never going to be the secondary, but he plays good perimeter defense, right? And, and, he, gets, and, really he, well. and he gets hot, yeah, right. 
everything they do, there's like a guy for everything, you know, like the fact that you can have a guy like Aaron Gordon, who I think is like my kind of MVP of like the playoffs for them yeah. is he's doing everything. Nobody else wants to do. Can't mm-hmm. score worth a damn. Can't shoot. I don't know what happened, but like, he's just that guy where you're like, man, I need, I need to lock up LeBron. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I'll try. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the best like he'll I just can. Throw a body on yeah, him and just exactly. Do what he can. Like we don't need you to score. Mm-hmm. We just need you to lock him down. You know, that's yeah. the kind of stuff where it's you know that's what wins you championships. It is just having day. those three, four, fives that can yes. play really well. Yeah, um, are you hear us, Phoenix Suns? We need three, four, five. Yeah, dude, I I listen to someone try to go. Yeah, you know who Denver beat the deep Suns, and I went. You mean the top heavy, yeah. literally only two guys Suns? Yeah. But um, yeah, and then my my final point on the Jokic part. Yeah, and then we can do whatever else you want to talk about. <laughs> because I know we're going to get to someone I don't want to talk about, probably, <laughs> is um, I still I personally still think Giannis is the best player. Okay. Uh, I know it's going to be just a hot take everywhere. Well, it's hard days. It's hard in this in this frame of you just you get upset as the eight seed, right, or as yeah. the one seed, right, and now Jokic is going out there and dominating, right? Yeah. You're like, man, he just beat the Lakers, who everyone was like, oh, shit, and then mm-hmm. now you're beating a good Miami team, which just beat the Celtics and Milwaukee. Yeah. That's a tough... The yeah, tough mountain. It is. Um, I think Giannis and Jokic have had just about identical last You made five this, years. and I looked this up. You are crazy accurate on that, where you're like, yeah. you look at the resumes. It is nearly identical. Just switch some years around. It is. It's crazy. It's Giannis is, so you start from 2019, yeah. and it was Easter Conference Final elimination yep. to Toronto. Yep. Then 2020, he loses in the first round in the bubble. Yep. 2021, he wins the championship. Yep. And then 2022, he loses in the second round. And this year, he loses in the first round. Jokic, since 2019, was first round exit, conference championship. 2021, he lost in the second round. 2023, he lost in the first round. This year, he's going to win a championship. (laughs) If you mix around the years, (laughs) it's literally with two MVPs in there. And a finals MVP. Throw those in there. there, Like, it is literally the exact same thing, just. Moved around in different parts just in of the a different year. conference, <laughs> which is and in a different con- it's yeah. literally actually kind of scary how similar the last yeah. five years have been. Yeah, um, I would have loved to see a Denver Milwaukee final. Yes. Those two guys now, and we it. just get that next year. So like oh, yeah. their last six years equal that we culminates just, culminates. Yeah. We could just find who the best player Giannis is. wins MVP, awesome. but Jokic wins a title, and everybody goes. That's Ooh, a tough, what do I do? Yeah, what do we do here? Uh, do we like the titles or do we like the MVP? And that's no, where they no. go. That's all. Let's just give it to Embiid again. He'll lose in the second round, and then we'll just figure it out. <laughs> but uh, I think Giannis is better because one, I think the defense end mm-hmm. just takes he's it, definitely, definitely better defensively. And he's two, a better athlete. Yeah, he's a better athlete. Two, there's there's something about, and it's gonna sound weird when I say it, mm-hmm. but I, I I you're just, just a hater. We'll let it go. Yeah, you know, I'm just a hater. It's absolutely what it is. Um, <laughs> Jokic is more complete offensively, yeah. but I find it really impressive that everyone knows Giannis can't shoot, yeah. and he still can put up 40. Yeah, There's just something about that where mm-hmm. it's like he, they know he's going to drive to the paint every single time, yeah. and they just can't stop him. It is a weird thought because you're, you're right. We're, we're, you're looking at a Milwaukee game, and you're like, okay, you need Giannis almost at times to take over games, yeah. right? Where Jokic, it's almost like when he puts up 50 – they lose because yeah. it's it's all about him, and then he's not getting other people involved. Where you're like, he has, you need to get those. He has people a stat involved. where the last I think five times he put up forty, yeah. he's lost. Right, where it's like he. Then that, I think that's why he's so pass first heavy. Like I I, I hear this all the time. Mark Jackson and, and Jeff Van Gundy are like, Yo, you know, Jokic really needs to take over. I go, Jokic needs to take over in specific points of the game. Yeah, if you're in a lull, okay, let's Jokic. We need you to get six quick points here. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we can settle back down. Right, but he's so pass first. 
you know, related. He's really the first real superstar, in my opinion, that I've seen who is so pass-happy and is willing to distribute since LeBron was. Mm -hmm. Like, LeBron for that time, like, even in those Miami years where he would kind of defer sometimes, he'd be like, all right, yeah, wait, go for it, right? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, Shane Battier or whoever, right? Like, he was willing to distribute because he knew, he's like, yeah, I'm going to get 30. That, I'm not worried about that. But everyone else needs to kind of get into some sort of rhythm here, right? Yeah. Those Cavs years, where the fact he's passing off to a Jeff Green or a, uh, what's the? George Hill. Yeah, George Hill, thank the you. World. Yeah. yeah. We're like, Kyle Korver, you're here for one job. Stand in the corner and shoot threes. I'm going to defer to you. Like, the fact that he's such a willing passer, that's the closest guy I can compare it to. Mm-hmm. It's, Which it's is really also interesting why way that he's done it. The last couple years when he hasn't had playoff success. It's been a lot diffi- more it's difficult. It's been difficult because Jamal Murray and, like, Aaron Gordon were hurt mm-hmm. in there. Yep. And it's like, to your point, it's he can't just necessarily go, all right, I'm just going to go put 50 and, and right. will the team on my back. Right. He, and not in a bad way, needs teammates. Yeah, right. He's like, dude, we got, we got to have five guys on the court playing and contributing. Yeah, and contributing. Yeah. Because like, there are guys like LeBron who are like, all right, I'll put up 52 and will the team do a win. Yeah. It's almost like Jokic can't do that, but he does that Yeah, the, the same stats time. are there, but it's almost like at a detriment to everybody. I think because I think the teams are maybe a little bit different too, right? Like, yeah. But we saw in that Laker game, LeBron's like, all right, let me put the team on my back, but then he lost – like Anthony Davis went, I don't know how to play basketball. Yeah, LeBron. You, you yeah, know? when LeBron goes crazy, at least now, yeah. it's like Austin Reeves is like, I, I guess I can stand over here and not. Or maybe do I just get, or... maybe I just give him the ball because he wants it. Right? Yeah, and yeah. Anthony Davis is like, I don't know what my role is. Yeah. LeBron's taking over because I, I suck. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, rough. It's tough out there. Uh, but yeah. the Lakers don't want to give him an extension or a max extension. I'm like, oh boy. Yeah, you better hope to God you win another championship while LeBron's still here. Because if not, that's going to be a really bad basketball team. It will be. It will be Andy Davis and a whole bunch of, or he might guys. just leave. They don't want to yeah, pay him. Yeah. You know, might be pay, you, got, you, got, you got Austin Reeves paying a hundred million dollars because they want to pay. They want to match that contract somehow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Andy Davis will just jump over to Dallas and help that guy out. LeBron and AD for Kyrie and Christian Wood straight up. <laughs> Perfect. And, and 19 first-round picks that Dallas does not care about. Mm-hmm. Done. Perfect. Sold. Whatever. Yeah. Um, all right, let's shift focus here. Let's get to our final topic of the day. We're talking wrestling, but we're introducing a new topic today, okay. Mike. We're, ta- we're introducing the... You know what really grinds my gears? Pro wrestling topic right there, Mike. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you... We, we got some gripes with both companies. We got some yeah. gripes with AEW. We got some gripes with WWE. I got a lot of gripes with WWE right now. Um, let's you know. Let's <laughs> That's just, usually not the case either. Usually well, more gripes with AEW. I do. I, I got gripes with both. But I do too. SmackDown was frustrating. The, some of the decision making has been a little bit puzzling to say yes. the very least. I'll let, I'll let you start. I'll let you start with the WWE stuff. We'll get to AEW after. Um, okay. Go ahead. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you go. Okay. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> let you off the chain. <laughs> yeah. Let you off the chain. Yeah. All right. First gripe I'm gonna bring up. All right. And we we did not make a list of these gripes. So we're just gonna it's we, coming it, in hot. It could be like four gripes, and this might be a really short segment, or it could be like a eh, three we're at the, hour end of the show anyway. It works out. Yeah. Uh, first gripe, I just hate when people just walk out and just get championship matches. All right. So context: Charlotte's returned, right? Challenges Oscar immediately for a women's title match, and she's getting a title shot in two weeks. I two think weeks two or weeks. Something. Yeah, yeah, I think it's two weeks because next week is the unifying of the women's tag titles, which is an ungripe because thank God <laughs> it is very at least much, you, like yeah. we don't need the NXT tag titles women's tag on titles. the main roster especially. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just combine them yeah. and have them go to all three. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> or just get rid of them all together. That's that too. But anyway, I'll yeah. continue. Yeah. 
Would we? Uh, I, honestly, we would just rather have like a women's mid card title than a tag title, right? I would. Yeah, I would just rather them not have the tag titles at all. They yeah. don't mean anything. Yeah. So, and because of that, right? And it's because you have never given any sort of real story mm-hmm. to them. So it's like you don't even have real tag teams. Mm-hmm. Like if we're really being honest with ourselves, like uh, Katana Carter and Chance, you know the, yeah, the Ninja Warrior chick. They're the only like tag team. Right, because they don't work singles. They're like the only women's tag team that they have. Mm-hmm. Right, like you look at every other past WWE women's tag team champions. Sasha and Bailey are not a tag team. Great singles guys, not a tag team. Um, Ronda and Shayna are not a tag team. Liv Morgan and Raquel. Oh, let me put it this way: Raquel Rodriguez and name a partner who's won the titles with her. She's won it fifteen times, all different partners for six days. Yeah. None of them are actual tag teams. You have not one. Actual well, there's, tag team. There's the one. Um, uh, I, I won't ever remember their name, though, but they were a tag team. Um, I think they won them off ma- at Mania off of. Oh, the Iconics. The Iconics. Yes. 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 That was the only time was where the I only went. Time. Yes. That makes sense because they are a tag team yeah. specialists. Yeah. They do yeah, yes. they do a lot of duo stuff. So like yeah, Kari Saint and Asuka. You can call them the Kabuki Warriors. Guess what? They're singles. Mm-hmm. They just happen to be a tag team. There's not a single. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Two singles just happen to be a tag team. Naomi and Sasha Banks, two singles. Mm-hmm. All, all singles. Yeah. You haven't invested in that. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have real tag teams, how the hell can these titles mean anything? Mm-hmm. It's one thing to every once in a while, like, the, you know, the world tag titles, right? Like, okay, you're going to have a, you know, a John Cena and a Batista win the world tag titles for a week, right? Just to, just to pop a number and be like, oh, crap, now that the tag champs, what's that mean, right? But then guess what happens? They lose them back to a actual tag team because mm-hmm. you know it's not a viable solution long term mm-hmm. you know so yeah continue yeah i don't like the i don't like the running out thing i think it's stupid i think especially with money in the bank of all things coming on the corner where you're like oh i got so i gotta fight on a ladder i gotta wrestle in a match to qualify for a ladder match to then win a briefcase at an opportunity to get the title meanwhile this bitch was on vacation for three months and now she just walk out and yeah. for like the fifth time yeah. get a title shot yeah, I, uh, and that was really more of the issue. Yeah, was you have money in the bank? And she could have just walked out and said, "I declare myself." You know yeah. what? Yeah, I, I would have accepted like, that. Look, sure. look, I got a contract. I'm a 14, 15 time women's champion. I've earned the right to just say I've qualified. Fine, sold, sold. You, you can at least get me to that point where I go. I don't love that, but I at least accept the fact she's got to go through seven other women, women to, to get, get an opportunity. Yes, sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, but no, she literally just walks out and goes, "That championship looks good." Yeah. Can, can I get a shot at it? Sure. Yeah, right. Sure. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know, Bianca Can't stand w- it. had the title for a whole year. Yeah. Comes back. No. Doesn't get a title shot. No. Charlotte walks out. I didn't get my rematch. That's not the title you lost. Right. You and also, you don't get rematched anymore. Yeah. They've already made that abundantly clear. They made clear. that abundantly clear. But you don't lose, like, the world heavyweight. Like, Rollins no. can't lose the world heavyweight and go to Reigns and go, can I get that rematch now? <laughs> what rematch? Yeah, right. I Can I... I I'm going to piggyback off of this, too. I hate the fact... I, I, I love the fact that we're getting rid of the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships. <laughs> okay. I hate the fact that they can't give these titles any unique mm-hmm. look, flavor, feel, anything. anything. I don't mind the un- like the Roman one, right? The Undisputed Championship. Sure. Fine. Cool. Yeah. Whatever. Fine. That that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. The women's version, though, first off, why does it say Undisputed? What's Undisputed about it? Did she beat Rhea on a house show and I didn't see it? What happened? <laughs> Second of all, why does it have to look the exact same as the as the as the men's? 
I understand if you're trying to go for like the equality aspect of it, but wouldn't it be more empowering to have a championship that is unique and has a unique look and has the lineage and everything where you go, hey, that is the women's world the world title. That is the <laughs> WWE Women's World Championship. No? Oh, it's just the smaller version of the undisputed title that Roman's carrying? Oh, okay, cool. That makes you feel good. I, I don't understand what the adver- – what the you can still make the logo the center point of the title, but, like, can we give it a different feel for the love of God? Like, are we going to get on Raw to, on Monday a miniature version of Rollins' World Heavyweight Championship given to Rhea now? Have, I'm going to lose my ha, shit. Have you seen – they've, like, yeah. Already it's, announced it's, it? It's, a, it's like a white strap, but, yeah, it's the same thing. Oh, for the love of God. It's going to be terrible. They, so had, like, they had a picture of both of them, like, sitting next to each really? other on Twitter somewhere. Oh, okay. I had to see that. But, like – that to me doesn't feel like it's the same. It feels lesser than. Mm-hmm. It feels like we don't care enough to it's, give you your unique design yeah. to where it's like, hey, that's what that championship is. It's, it's means. funny because like the Roman one, like the Rollins winning uh-huh. felt lesser. Yeah. And I think the women's ones getting the exact same design feels like lesser yeah, than, than that. that. Right. It's like, and Rollins least, already it, feels it, like at least, second at place. At least it's like, hey, we're, we're going to get you a brand new championship. We're not gonna, just going to put the WWE logo and say world champion on it. We're mm-hmm. going to give you a brand new design. We've got some thought put into it. There's 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 lineage behind why the design looks the way it does. Women's, just smaller versions. Sound good? Cool. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why that's a thing. I love AEW's women's title. I think it looks awesome. I yep. think it's one of their best. I think it's one of the best looking belts in the, in the country right now. I think it's super cool. Mm-hmm. There's flavors of the world title from the, the men's world title in there, right? Like, you know, the, the height and everything, but it's a different feel. There's a different vibe that comes with it. Yep. I just don't understand why of all people, WWE can't go, Hey, look at this new design we made for the women. I don't get it. Let you go on your next grape. Um, I had to think of my next grape here. Oh, well, I have, I have multiple now. <laughs> I, I, I'm like thinking of more, yeah, but yeah. I want to go. Yeah. Um, I, I don't I'm not a big fan yeah. of false advertising. Yeah, well that's wrestling in general. Yeah, I, well I know. But uh, and well I've already discussed how this yeah, yeah. this bloodline storyline is kind of taking a toll. Um does it really need to go this long? Don't think so. Is does it really need to go another six months that it looks like it's probably gonna be going? I don't think so. Yeah. Um but having to like have your big thing be Jey Uso. Is going to make it's going to decide, yep. and you're selling your show, and waiting to the main event to go. He is going to make a decision at the end of the show, mm-hmm. just for him not to make a decision. Really irks me. Mm-hmm. Like just frustrating in a sense that like if people were like, I'm not saying I do it because I don't watch week mm-hmm. to week, and like a lot of this stuff isn't necessarily a draw to me mm-hmm. to go watch. But there are some people out there who are like, okay, should I go do this thing? Yep, or do I care enough about this storyline to see, okay, let's advance the storyline. Let's see where this goes. Right. People will choose the storyline sometimes over other mm-hmm. events. Yeah. And if they sit through a two hour show and literally nothing advanced, yeah. I would be frustrated. Yeah. I agree with you hundred percent. I'm a piggyback off that. I hate using our mid card championships that we've then tried to build up for the last year as a device tool to tell a story mm-hmm. where that championship and the champion that is holding it mean literally nothing mm-hmm. because of it that also drives me yeah. nuts why why in that you know what they should have done make him put in a money bike qualifier match or something like that yeah. where with a guy that you know you're going to build around right that makes more sense to me put him against a heel even if it was theory that's fine right okay you get a chance to go win money in the bank and win it and make sure that no one can cash in on roman reigns mm-hmm. cool 
that that could have been there. But no, sure. we're going to put him in the U.S. title match with a guy that every time he's on TV, people groan now. It's mm-hmm. no longer good heat. It's just go away heat. Mm-hmm. And now the title doesn't mean jack shit anymore again because he hasn't done anything with it. And every time he defends it, he escapes because of another prevalent storyline that's happening just in the same time. No. Irks the shit out of me. Look at what they're doing with Gunther. It's crazy. Where he's like a main eventer where he's going to set the record and everyone's like, finally. And then you've got Theory over here where everyone's just like, couldn't care less about you right now. Yeah. He needs to lose the U.S. title. The title cannot be a... The, the, the championships are instruments to advance story. But when the title, you're only putting it, oh, he's going to challenge for the U.S. title just because? Mm-hmm. That doesn't help it. Yeah. And it doesn't help theory. And it didn't help the story. Had, the U.S. title and theory were just B players in this A story that didn't need to be there. Yeah. Didn't make any sense. Yeah. It's just one of those, like, you could have substituted literally anybody. anybody. And it would have been yes. the same story. Exactly. And the main event's not. You're going to face Seamus. You're going to show the tribal chief that you can get it done. Yeah. Whatever. Or do someone that, you know, Roman had trouble with right. in the past. Or maybe you're going to try to build towards for somebody for yeah. whatever reason. Something. No U.S. title. No in full wall. He's not winning the title, mm-hmm. which then it takes you away because then you know, all right, well, something's going to happen because he's not winning the U.S. title tonight. Yeah. It's not happening. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Just not. All, would I have been thrilled if he did? Absolutely. Sure. But it wasn't going no. to. Just ki- just takes me out of it. I did not enjoy this SmackDown at all. And mm-hmm. there's just a whole bunch of things that like was a microcosm of some of their decision-making lately where you go, you're doing such good work over here and over here and over here, and then we just decide to piss on ourselves over here and over here. Mm-hmm. It's maddening, mm-hmm. maddening to me. Any other WWE gripes that are just kind of like speaking to you at the moment before we shift to AEW? Um. I think the last one, yep. this one kind of happened a little while ago. Yeah, yeah. I tweeted If you say it. Rhodes not winning at Mania, I'm going to kick you. <laughs> no, it's not Rhodes winning at Mania, okay. even though that one still yeah, yeah. bugs me to this day. It's a little fresh still. Yeah. It is still fresh. And every, you know, every week that advances, I just think to myself, could they have done this without <laughs> Roman as champion? So far, yes. every single week has been yes. Listen, we're going to get a sweet bull rope match at SummerSlam. Yeah, that'll, be so that'll be fine. Yeah. Could have made it like a dog collar and make it cool, but bull rope's fine. Bull rope's fun. Yeah, it'll be fine. Uh, basically, any strap match, basically, it would yeah. be fine. Um, it was a promo that Cody did, though, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That Oh, I know you're going with this. Do you, did you watch that? Yeah, I know you're going with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, the most annoying promo I've ever watched. <laughs> and I love Cody to death. Yeah. But the promo, to me, made no sense. Yeah. I don't know if, to you, it, it did anything different. Okay. But basically, in the promo... So he, he passed out to Lesnar, right, right at Night of Champions. Yeah. It was like the night after or a week yeah. later or whatever. And he comes out, and his two big points were, one, I didn't tap to you. I passed out to you. Mm-hmm. And two, you're afraid to fight me. Yeah. And I said, both of those don't help your case at all. Yeah. Because one, you passed out. He would have just held you there to make you tap out. Mm-hmm. But you were... Not to say the B word, but you passed out. Like, that's on you. And two, he basically beat the crap out of you both times you fought. Right. You just happened to kind of roll him up last second. Right. He's not afraid of you either. Yeah. I didn't, like, it was just like a promo I that, like, yeah. I, I get where they were trying to go. It didn't come off well, to me at all. Well, like the confusing part about the afraid of me thing was the, I'm like, why is he afraid of you? 
Yeah. What did he do? What, like, if if Brock would have come out, if, if this would have been the night after, and you would have went, Cody's like, I want another match with you tonight, and Rock and Brock goes, Why? Yeah. I made you pass out. I don't. I don't. I beat you. I'm done. Yeah. Right. And, and then the then next you week, come out and say, like, Oh, I'm gonna call him out. Gonna call him out, and he's still. Afraid. If it's like they were building the SummerSlam, which they are. Yeah. And for the last three weeks, Cody comes out and he goes, Brock, let's go. Blah 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 blah. And, and then he delivers this. Yeah. That's a different story. Because then you can go into and say, you know what? Everybody says my win over you was a fluke. Well, your win was a fluke. I didn't tap out. I passed yeah. out. My and body failed me. Agreed. I didn't tap. And all of that would make yeah. sense in this in the sense of yes. calling him out multiple weeks. Yes. The weird thing is he came out the night after and said, you're right. afraid of me. Yeah, exactly. Go, and it's like we, we fast-forwarded something that we're not going to get at Money in the Bank anyway. Yeah. So it's weird. So, so why didn't you take the time in Correct. between that to get yes. there? Yes, I hated and that. It was just something where, and I guess it kind of just adds up to the entire Lesnar-Cody storyline, mm-hmm. is I feel like just none of it makes much sense. Yeah, I think I think at the end of the day, I've already kind of made my peace with like, all right, look, we're going to do this. He needs to beat somebody big. They don't yeah, have anybody yeah, else ready yeah, to go. Give him Lesnar. Lesnar doesn't care, right? And and we're done. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you. I don't think that for, for a company that's so big right now on letting shit develop, mm-hmm. this one's like, we got to speed this one up. And I go, for what? Everything yeah. else we're taking like, a snail's pace like, on. Were, if you were even under the impression all, because obviously... The Roman Championship is not going to change hands yep. unless it's at SummerSlam yep. or at Mania. I'm still kind of holding my breath, and maybe they're going to pivot and go to Money in the Bank for Lesnar, and maybe everyone's wrong, and they go Lesnar Reigns or Lesnar uh, yeah. Cody at Money in the Bank, and I somehow can't, I cannot imagine. I can't imagine happens. it does, but I don't know because Cody hasn't been advertised yet, so mm-hmm. it's like, what are we doing? Yeah, but um, he Roman's only going to lose the title at those two spots: yep. SummerSlam and Mania, mm-hmm. and right now it doesn't look like it's going to be SummerSlam, and yep. so, like, I just... I still want a Fatal 4-Way at SummerSlam. If we don't get Cody, I think a Fatal 4-Way would be the best. That's, sure, yeah. that, that's fine. It's probably the most salvageable of the four, because yeah. I don't think a lot of people... Like, I guess, the, here's the thing, is, there are a lot of people who are really into the Jey Uso thing. I am not one of those people. <laughs> I just think it'll be a good match. You got four capable yeah. co- competitors. No, no, no I'm, I'm saying a lot of people are into the, the Jey Uso should beat Roman. No, Cam. God, no. Hard and pass. I'm like, please, no. Because yeah. here's the thing. The person that beats Roman is made. Is like It's like beating the streak. Yeah. It's like you were a made guy. Mm-hmm. You are an unstoppable force. It's something basically. we're never going to see again. Yeah. Like legitimately, like really put that in perspective. When's the next time you're going to see somebody hold the world, any world title? For three years. Yeah. Realistically, you're at the pace with like Gunther almost. Right. Where it's like whoever beats Gunther, yeah, is gonna, he's gonna be break a the record guy. and then you go, Oh shit. Yeah. yeah like if it's some like if some, you know, NXT like if Braun Breaker comes in yep. and beats Gunther after he breaks the record, it's like Braun Breaker's a real guy here. Yeah, right. Like he, he was exactly. able to beat Gunther. That's the same thing except on a larger scale with Roman, and it's like yep. all right, we're gonna have Jey Uso do it. Yeah, no. So now Jey Uso's basically unstoppable is what you're saying. <laughs> and then he loses it two months later. And he's going to lose it two months ago. Oh, oh, and go, yeah. so what happens? Yeah, no, it can't happen. Anyway, um, all right, let's shift to AEW. Gripes with AEW. Um, Anything grinding your gears before we talk about Double or Nothing? Or, no, I'm sorry, Forbidden Door next week. Yeah, um, I think uh, at this moment, so on the Sunday here, two yep. weeks out from Forbidden Door, yep. I would say the one thing is, now, this show isn't one of these things I normally worry about this with. Yep. So it's kind of a passive worry. Okay. But they have not built almost anything for the show outside of the two matches. Mm-hmm. And obviously, this is usually just a dream card. Just put big matches yeah, on. Not a ton not of story. Not a lot of story goes into it. So I'm not yeah. necessarily worried up front about it. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where if we get on next week and we have four matches we're going to talk about, yeah. 
and it's like should be a nine or ten match card. It's like so we're just gonna piece together. And six, that's seven you're matches. expecting me to pay now for another pay per view less than a month from your last one. Yeah. Right. And now I gotta pay for this one on the hopes that I'm gonna get good matches. Right. Yeah. Which maybe, now, I, yeah, now yeah. here's it. I will say. For in case of buying the pay per view, I think if you just had those two matches, I mean, yes, it, it helps. Like yeah. that helps a lot. Right. It, like realistically, a lot of the other matches are just going to be like, oh, that's cool to see. But everyone's there for the two mm-hmm. that are announced now. Yes. It's just one of those things where it's like, if we don't know what you're getting going in, you're just going to be like, yeah. it's like a passive worry, and it could become a bigger worry. Um, yeah, only having two matches announced is a little. A little weird. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, my my other one you mentioned it too is the MGF Adam Cole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think I'm gonna pat myself on the back a little bit. I pretty much sniffed this out from the moment Cole returned, and I was like, wow, this whole other documentary series they have after Dynamite is all about Adam Cole coming mm-hmm. back. I go, if he's not the guy, I don't know who, who they're gonna yeah. build here. Um, there were a lot of options like we talked about. It was no literally shit. like two and a half people. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was it <laughs> the, the, almost the, had Cole. Yeah. Um. I don't love the fact that we're doing anything physical mm-hmm. at all with them. I love the promos that they did. I thought that was really fun. I like the jab that Cole had on Twitter mm-hmm. or on Instagram where it was like I took a screenshot from MJF's Instagram back in the day, like in 2016, where he goes training and he's watching like, I think it was like Chris Candido, um, Miz or like Cena or something like that. And he had Adam Cole as one of the four guys he was like watching to try mm-hmm. to learn from. And I'm like, oh, that's such like a – way out of the bag of tricks type of thing, right? I thought that was really good. I love the promo. I dig it. I I, I need heat here, right? Like, you need... If this is going to be the main event of all in, Mm -hmm. it has to have as much time to build and to build and to build. I don't want them having this championship eliminator thing Mm -hmm. because Darby didn't need one. Or you know they fought each other and then it wound up being okay. Well, we're just mm. going to get shots anyway. You don't, I don't think that's needed in this. I understand the purpose of it. Yeah, but I don't want it for two reasons. One, I don't want Cole to beat him mm-hmm. somehow, and then you go, well, you know, he's not winning the title at all. In and then two, I don't want them to touch at all. I don't want them in. I don't. You know what I mean? Like I don't want that because yeah. I want that to be what is going to happen, mm-hmm. right? Like what. Give me a little bit of like, oh, I cannot wait for them to finally go at it because they've just been trading barbs this whole time. Yeah. How how much you want to bet? Yeah. And I wish I could say this is like new and, and, and crazy like journalism, <laughs> yeah. but literally every time it happens, how much you want to bet MJF beats Cole on Wednesday? Yeah. And then Cole's like, I need that second shot. And then MJF goes, all right. So you're going to have to beat six people yeah. in a row. <laughs> I really get this match. I can see Cole winning by disqualification. Sure. Right. Or like he gets caught or something like that. Or that could happen too. you know, but I really don't want, that's what I'm saying. I want them to, cause here's the thing. The reason why I'm so like adamant about this is because I feel like very rarely in, in big feuds like this building to a big show, do you have two guys that both can handle themselves both in ring and in the mic, mm-hmm. right? Like where like, you're like, wow, you've got two guys that really can do everything you want. Yeah. You know, like when you see a Roman versus a Cesaro, you go, okay, Roman can handle himself here. They both are, it's going to be a decent match, but Cesaro can't hang mm-hmm. in the mic. Like no offense. Hangman couldn't hang with CM Punk verbally. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're like, okay, well, he's got to limp through it until we can get to the match, you know, 
very rarely I'm like, man, okay, we got Kenny and, you know, you know, Moxley. That's that's two guys that can talk and can can do it, you mm-hmm. know, physically. That's what I want here. You're trying to reestablish your world championship after all this whole year of everything being a shit show with Punk and everything. You're establishing that this title is the title in the world today. So it's like, man, if you have this feud, because like, yeah, MJF versus Brian is his first title defense. You know the title's not changed there. Then you have this great four corners match. Now it's like, okay, now it's like, okay, we got to get as much steam behind Adam Cole as possible, right? Which then allows a whole bunch of steam behind this program. And by having them interact at all physically before that takes that mystique away of mm-hmm. what is going to happen when the most over baby face we've had since name a guy versus the biggest heel we have. And people are cheering them both still mm-hmm. somehow because of they're so great at what they do. And I saw it on dynamite for mm-hmm. the first time, rather than the first time in a singles match, we get Adam Cole and MJF for the world title is in Wembley. You cannot miss it because you're, ne- you've never seen it. Mm-hmm. It's a can't miss event. I just wish that they would just, for all the the TV shit that they want to do, and I love how the fact that Tony's always like, I don't want to give you just like a shit dynamite every week. Mm-hmm. I love that. Not in this situation. You yeah. got so much other shit you can do, mm-hmm. right? Not here. Yeah. Do you do you think this this feud started like three weeks too early? Yeah, because I feel like you're you're trying and yes and no. Yes, because I feel like you're. I think that's why you're having this match mm-hmm. is to get through another week to get to Forbidden Door before then you really ramp shit up. Yeah. Right? I would have loved for the last couple weeks for MGF to come out and, and taunt the rest of the locker room. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, on that same show, okay, Cole just beat Jericho. Yeah. Oh, Cole just beat wh- whoever the fuck you want to throw out there, right? You know, had like three or four good banger type matches while MGF is coming out every night and going, who else is there? There's nobody left. Yeah. And then it's like a subtle. And then the moment after Forbidden Door hits, right? Or even at that show at some point, MJF comes out, does a promo, because like, I don't need to work with any of you New Japan guys. You're all about scrubs. And then you see Cole come out, and now you're just like, oh, shit, right? Yeah. Now it's like, now we're rolling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I do think it started a little bit early, but I think they need to fill time. Yeah. <laughs> because they, because yes, they, I agree. They've got the, that's the hardest part, and I think that's why they're probably better off not going to 12 pay-per-views of a year either is because I don't think they really have it down pat yet to go month to month. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I 100% agree. So I think that's why you're kind of like, okay, we're going to have this I, here's championship thing, like, match. A lot, of, a lot of their stuff yeah. would be really bad month to month yeah it would because you're like man we got there's a lot of filler like here. if you had three or four pay-per-views between forbidden door and all in you or at least two yeah you'd burn right one for one for july and mm-hmm. one for maybe early august before all in it's like all right what are you gonna have mgf do yep. in between these shows right. to get to cole at all in right it's kind of nice that you can just sit and like build for eight weeks yeah it's like the in-between time from rumble to mania right it's outside like, okay, of like you have like sit. one maybe pay-per-view yeah. in like chamber or something yeah but more normally it's like all right here's like but those are stakes right yeah. like okay this match is gonna start this thing yeah. yeah but it's like seven or eight weeks of solid build. solid just build for the rumble winner to the champion or whatever and then you're mm-hmm. going yeah i just think it started a little early because i'm like man i don't know if i'm gonna be feeling this if they're just coming out and jabbing each other for 10 weeks right i'm just gonna be like what what well, how, how much can you say that's why I before want, right. i'm like 
Okay, I got can we it. just? I, I got it. Yeah, I got it. Okay, he's from WWE. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't like Vince McMahon. He's gonna go to W. I get it. Yeah. I get the story. <laughs> he's gonna go to WWE. Like whatever yeah. you know, they he says it everywhere. Where it's yeah. like, oh, Vince is gonna sign me on this big contract. Blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. Or right, Triple right. H. Or yeah. you know, all those little shots at WWE. And yeah. oh, you know, you're just this Ring of Honor snub. You couldn't even make it to the main roster. How much of that can we get before I'm just like, right? Cool. Right. Ten weeks of that. Right. Yeah, no, I, I, oh, that's geez. why I wanted, you know, I would have preferred to. And honestly, this is a point, too, where, like, if MJF would have came out and just dominated some local scrubs, right, for, like, three weeks, yeah. right? He's like, I'm going to put the title on the line right now. Go ahead. Name a guy. That Come was, on out. And he just beats him in, like, three minutes, yeah. right? And he just beats the, like, and when I say beats, I mean beats the shit out of him. Maybe mm -hmm. busts him open, right, where he's just like, nobody can touch me. And then Cole on the other end, right? This would have been a lot better, too, if Collision already existed mm -hmm. because you could have done this on separate – because nobody watches Rampage, right? So, like, you could have – you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? You could have done this on dueling shows, right, where yeah. you have this guy over here. He's 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 stacking up wins. Uh -huh. Meanwhile, MJF on the main show is over here just killing, you know, John Lee Moriarty or yeah. whoever. And then you come out and you're like, oh, shit. Right, I didn't think about. It. I didn't see this one, and then now you got this super explosion. And that's and so that's kind of in a in a segue. That's kind yeah. of my hope for Collision a little bit. Too. I do too. I just don't think enough people are going to watch because it's on a Saturday. Yeah, I hate the time slot. I do too. Hate it. Hate 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 double hate. Yeah, hate. Um, but I do think that's uh, I, I like the the dueling like yeah. having just having more time to put like. I'm wondering if they're going to introduce another title. Very worried. Great. I, I'm a little worried, low-key. Because you can make the argument right now where you go, okay, you got the TBS title, and you got the Women's World title. You've got the TNT in the international, right? And you've got the tags. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And the, and the six-mans. Yeah, and the six-mans, right? And then you can go, well, you can do a world title here. Maybe do yeah, I, I think my, my – I, I still think my big you know? question for Collision yeah. is, like, obviously I think there's going to be, like – like FTR, Punk, and those guys, I think are going to yeah. be like more exclusive to Collision. Yeah, and you know, Dynamite's going to have these people. I wonder how um, strict yeah. it's going to be. If it's going to be more WWE style, where it's like we're going to say FTR is on Collision, yeah. but he can sh they can show up to Dynamite if they want, or if it's like a strict hard. I know, obviously, like Punk and Kenny and the Bucks are probably hard pass on one side because they just hate each other and when that when that finally gets really resolved though mm -hmm. and one of them calls the other one out or does whatever Listen, and you go when you when you get that punk kenny match it's gonna go through the roof i'm ready for punk to be a heel yeah the, the fact they're booking him with ftr against bullet club mm -hmm. almost is a little scary to me because i feel like they're gonna try to go in full baby face uh -huh. and in chicago it might work everywhere, but everywhere else, else he's gonna get work. booed so it's like all those places that sold like 600 tickets are just not going to yeah, love it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? So it's like, oh, this is awkward, right? Mm -hmm. So now it's like, okay, you're going against Bullet Club, fine, which by the way, they're adding the guns to the Bullet Club. Kill me. It's fine. Give them something to do. I mean, they have the gun in their name, I guess. I guess it's supposed to work. <laughs> I don't know how you make it's, that jump. Who needs who needs <laughs> we need some guys to lose on the Bullet Club. We'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Can we be on TV? Do we get the shirts? Cool. Um yeah, I am fascinated. All right, I'm, what are yeah. what? Are, give me a percent chance, okay. zero to one hundred. Okay, that Punk is the leader of the Bullet Club after the first show. <sighs> that he like turns and he's like the new leader. I hope zero. That okay. would kill Jay White. It would kill Jay White absolutely. Kill Jay White. But would it be awesome? Kind of. It would be low key, really cool. Here's here's you the need thing. To hear, and the only reason I say is you got to do something big for the first show. Yeah, turning him into the Bullet Club leader first show. Mm -hmm. 
Here's what I think would have been cooler is if you never associated Jay White and Juice together mm-hmm. as a Bullet Club faction at all. Yeah. Like, if Jay White just came in as a baby face because he's new, right, yeah. and doesn't attack Ricky Starks of all people, right, comes out, does whatever, and now you got Jay White uber baby face, and then you establish the Bullet Club with Punk and then FTR flips, Right, and yeah. then maybe Juice is maybe like maybe, you know whatever. Juice could be international yeah, guy, exactly. Make guy. So it's yeah. like then you, I would agree with you. I there's got to be something that's going to happen. There's got to be a yeah. There's got to be a big yeah. collision thing that's right. going to happen. And I'm worried it's going to be just a whole bunch of new Bullet Club members, like the guns coming out and attacking Punk, and they're going to try to make them super babies. Mm-hmm. And you go. Yeah. I don't know what's going to work. I think people are going to cheer these guys because they're going against yeah. and the only, them. And the, the annoying part about being super baby for Punk is yeah. if you try to down the line, get the whole thing resolved and try to do a Kenny mm-hmm. and Punk thing, mm-hmm. there's no way on earth yeah. people are not going to root Kenny over Punk. Exactly. There's no way on exactly. earth it's going to happen. Yeah. So like, like unless unless they do all out in Chicago and that's the first match they do, it's the only way that they might get a pop for Punk over Kenny. Yeah. Even then, I don't know if it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's not gonna go well. So especially they, after he puts on two more bangers against Will Ospreay, people are gonna go, "All right, so yeah. you're just the best." Especially again. yeah, because <laughs> there's a lot of people who are like AEW fans that not necessarily like watch New Japan yeah. that didn't watch the first one. When all these AEW fans get forbidden door and just go, "Oh crap, that just happened." Yeah, that was maybe the greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. You know you're big when you have your own cartoon in Japan, okay? Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be yeah, awesome. I, yeah. That's my big. That's my big gripe right now with AEW for the yeah. most part. I was also a little bit disappointed. This is kind of like you know offshoot a little bit. A little disappointed they didn't do the switch for the international title. That's just I more do. of like a result thing. I was like, you had an opportunity. Like you did such a great job with the battle royal. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is a perfect time to get thought- them into like a good series of matches. I was I was pretty ready for a yeah. there too. Yeah. Um, you know. And I think Orange is at a point, once again, it goes back to this. Orange is so over. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need it. No. He doesn't need the title anymore. Yeah. He just doesn't. I think you're using the title as a mechanism to get him on TV every week. He doesn't yeah. need it. He yeah. does not need it. You know what I mean? He's yeah. getting to the point where he's really changing my mind where it's like, not long term, but he could win the world title. Mm-hmm. He is at that point now where I did not feel like that a year ago. Yeah. Now he is at a point where I'm like, man. There are a lot of – here's the thing is AEW has a lot of not long-term world champions. Yeah, they but have a, a moment. They have a ton of here's a moment, and, and they then, hold it for a month and then lose it, yeah, guys. Yes. Darby, yeah. Sammy, yeah. Orange Cassidy, a lot of these guys hey, are – man. Hey, <laughs> we don't <laughs> – uh, A lot of these guys can pop it. Yes. Pop a huge number on a pay per view yeah. for winning go. the championship. He did it. They oh. did it. You get the confetti. You yep. get everything. And then three days later, he gets killed by yeah, some guy. like some huge monster guy who kills him or something. Anybody but Samoa Joe. That's all I gotta say. All right, that's gonna be it. <laughs> that's gonna be it for this week's show. Next week we've got uh, we've got Forbidden Door preview. Right, we're gonna probably yeah. um, I don't know. We're probably talking some sort of football or. Basketball related topics. Yeah. I'm not shocked. Yeah, we're we're gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna work my heart out to get. Um, we bring up this Josh's name all the time. Yeah. I'm gonna work my butt off to get him out here. Yeah, for so sure. So maybe we can get the actual yep. Jokic to talk. About and then be finals. looking forward to a quick hitter as well. We're gonna be doing our first. Uh, we're gonna be doing our our season breakdown. Right. So we're gonna be predicting. Yeah, we're gonna be our, picking our games. Yeah. Uh, Josh will be included, and in, I'm gonna make him get included. In. He doesn't have a choice. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't. He doesn't know this yet, but he doesn't have a choice. Yeah. Because we're gonna be stuck in a cabin together, so we're just gonna there do you it. Go. And so yeah, we're gonna do our game by game predictions. Mm-hmm. 
be a lot and of fun. with Josh there. Yeah, so. that'll be a lot of fun for sure. So be on the lookout for that quick hitter as well. Uh, that's going to be it for this week's show. On behalf of the Missing Whale Man, he is the Merc Zone, Mike Merkel. I am the mouth of Michigan, Rob Mendega. We will see you guys, as always, next time.